At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. to First Strike here on VEASAN. For the next hour, we're going to break down a pretty intriguing main event, that's for certain, here for the big boys, Derek Lewis against Sergey Spivak here in the main event tomorrow night at Apex here in Las Vegas. To help me do that, Lou Finicaro is standing by. Going to have Britton Hess join the program once again. And, of course, Dan Vreeland and James Lynch as well here as we get ready post-UFC 281. Don't sleep. We've got some big boys back in action uh, tomorrow night here in Sin City. So without further ado, let's bring in Lou Finicaro. Of course, you follow him on Twitter as I do at Gamble. He is the host of the Bout Business Podcast. Lou, I always love catching up with you on a Tuesday as we do First Strike, First Look. Shameless plug. You should always listen to that on a Tuesday as we try to find the better of the numbers. Then you and I catch up, you know, 72 hours later and see maybe where those line movements have gone. Let's get to the main event, my friend, with Derek Lewis right now. The Black Beast about a plus 170 dog to Spivak, a $2 betting favorite. Any changes in your handicap after you see these big guys weigh in? And these are big men at 263 and 254 pounds, respectively. Big boys, uh, both weighed in similarly to their last fight, so no big changes there. Uh, Derek, unusually uh, jovial and friendly uh, throughout the whole fight week, which is uh, interesting. I, I think he's ready to try and perform his best. Spivak, a little bit more sullen, introverted as a man uh, that knows he has uh, a big job ahead of him. 
And Lou, that's interesting, just kind of what you observe at the weigh-ins and kind of pre-fight leading up to it this week. we got a 10-age uh, gap here, 37 for Lewis and 27 for Spivak. And maybe for Spivak, this feels like, man, main event, potentially five rounds. Nobody expects it to go very long. Derek's been there, done that, fought for the heavyweight championship of the world, right, against the Daniel Cormier's of the world. Do you get that sense of a guy that's been there and another guy trying to prove his worth? I think that's exactly what it is, Dave. As I look at the heavyweight division, there's about four guys that five guys in the top tier. Then there's a tier of another four or five guys, and then there's everybody else. Uh, Lewis is on that second tier, right at the at the bottom, and Spivak's at the third tier, trying to break through to the top. And so I think that's what this fight signifies. Does Lewis maintain his position, or is there a changing of the guard here? And does the younger, more legitimately versed mixed martial artist get his hand raised here? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. We do expect if Lewis, his pathway to victory is, is going to be his hands, right? We know just how powerful he is. He's about a $2 uh, betting underdog to get it done by KO, TK, or DQ. Would you go that route instead of the plus dollar seventy? Not a big change, but is there any other way that Derek Lewis gets it done if it's not TKO or KO? I can't see it. I, I just can't fathom a decision. Um, and, and I it, the submission would just be uh, highly unusual. <laughs> right. And so, so I think if I were to try and consider or get cute with a Lewis wager, it would it would be a first round Lewis wager at this age with his limited toolbox power only and limited explosion i see Derek lewis as a four-minute fighter and if spivak can get into the second round in this fight i think things change dramatically to his favor uh, that's a great way to look at this fight here if you want to go with the dog here but i know that we both like spivak so far at least we did earlier in the week are you staying there and do you think the over under right now oh just a round and a half for a potential five round fight again nobody expects us to go deep into the vegas night uh, how do you handicap that that total here and do you think spivak could get it done sooner than later I think spivak can get it done but i think it takes him later than sooner i, I think the beast is early and then if you again if you get to that second round now the beast is gassed mm -hmm. and so how long will it take spivak after the second round that's anybody's guess i tend to i tend to lean over in that uh, one and a half proposition dave and you can find some good value too to your point here spivak kotkrdq plus a dollar 40 instead instead of laying that two dollar price tag because again Yes, three to one that he could get a sub on Derek Lewis, but it just feels I, I, I'm picking up exactly what you're putting down where you could see a gas Derek Lewis. If he doesn't get him out of there early, you get into the second, potentially a third round here. And maybe that's where Spivak could take this fight over. So I think it's a very smart way to handicap it. Let's stay with the big boys here and Chase Sherman here, who is uh, I, I wonder if he's a live dog in this one against uh, Waldo Cortez Acosta here. What do you make of Chase? And we know again, that maybe utilize some leg kicks could be a pathway to victory for the big heavyweight plus a dollar 90 on the underdog. Is he a live dog in your estimation? Sherman, uh, I'm going to rely, I'm going to regard him as one. Yes. And, and he has to have done his homework. He and his camp, he's been very inconsistent, but he struggles mostly with grapplers, wrestlers, guys like his, uh, like Romanov that was able to press him against the fence and get him down. No threat from the boxer Acosta doing that to him. This is going to be a stand-up fight. 
And we know that uh, Waldo just got off a fight two weeks ago, a fight in which he incurred pretty good bottom leg damage mm -hmm. from Bandera. As well, he went to, de to decision, excuse me, with Vandera. And when Chase Sherman fought Vandera, if you want that math, he finished him. I think provided this stays on the feet, Sherman has every chance to win this fight. And I think at plus 135 or thereabouts, he's he's a great consideration. And you see the total here, one and a half, potentially three-round fight here, juice to the over, minus $1.50. Sherman by KO, TKRDQ is plus $4.00. Uh, to go the decision and get that victory is five dollars. Do you not want to get tricky with method of victory with Chase and just stay with the solid uh, plus price tag as an underdog? Yeah, I, I need to uh, rely on the kiss uh, typology here, Dave, and that is keep it simple, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, and that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I've been burned on that one too. Try to get too cute with that method of victory. You got a nice plus juicy number there if you like Chase Sherman. Uh, maybe not try to figure out if it's KO or if it's uh, via sub or decision. Uh, let's get to another fight that you like. And I, you and I talked about it again on Tuesday, and I think we both regard this fight uh, with uh, with Muslim Sulikov here uh, against Andre Fihalo. That maybe this could be sneaky fight of the night potential. has got a, a really good feel to it. Uh, what do you make of this fight? And I know you have an angle that you like that maybe it doesn't go the distance. Yeah, I mean, this is the, these are two power strikers, mm -hmm. and the difference between the two is one is well-rounded and one is uh, well younger, well more explosive, but has very little durability. And the younger one, as I uh, analogized on the digital, is Fialo, clearly. Uh, 10 years younger, longer, taller, faster, more explosive, no durability and no what wrestling whatsoever. So provided this, this stays on the feet, he's going to go out there and definitely have an advantage on the feet. Salikov is much more measured in his striking, though he's a power-based striker. He also has great grappling. He'll have to use it in this fight. He went to AT&T to train with a bunch of killers to prepare for this. Fialo steps in after really never fighting a wrestler when he did in his last fight. That wrestler stood up and knocked him out. And so I think Fialo's in a very delicate position here. His fifth fight this year in 2022, and a guy that I, I would tell you that if this fight gets into the second round, I think Salikov's chances are dynamic. Ooh. However, the first round, Salikov is going to have to weather a serious storm. Salikov inside the distance, plus 250. That's where I'm going with this fight. Uh, very intriguing. It's got a very similar feel to your handicap with Sergey Spivak against Eric Lewis in the main event. That if you can weather the early storm and, and tire him out, uh, you go a little bit distance here with the wrestler here. And uh, Salikov could be to his advantage to get out of that first round and see if the ta gas tank on Andre uh, dips just a little bit. I, I just want to ask you something, Luke, because I know you do this in the About Business podcast and certainly here on the network as a VEASAN Pro subscriber. When you see a, like, uh, a line, say, the, the biggest one of the night, right, with uh, Jack Della, uh, Madalena against Danny Roberts, you got over a $6 betting favorite. We don't want to get in the habit of laying those big numbers in case the upset occurs. How do you handicap some of those fights? Is it either stay away for you completely or look for other methods of victory? Well, that's a great question, and thank you for asking, because uh, quite honestly, I'm tracking Madalena's opening minus 335. He's minus 610. That's double. That's, mm. that's stupid. That's not, that's not right. That said, there are some durability issues on the other side with uh, his opponent, Clark. Mm -hmm. So... Um, 
the way I would attack this is I believe that Clark, though may not be a real in contention to win this fight, I think his durability is is greater than what they're giving credit for. For me, this fight to hit round two is minus 150 or so, uh, or the over. I think that's where I would would steer uh, listeners to go to try and catch a cleaner price on a fight that I think will be more competitive than people think. But that said, I do regard Madalena as the uh, uh, the legitimate favorite that's more than likely going to win via finish. I just think it's going to take well over a round. Yeah, so maybe not take the big price tag on Danny Roberts at plus 470. To your point, Lou, uh, see that it hits over and still plus money there, plus $1.15. So I'm picking up what you're putting down. Very quickly, have about a minute to go here. Tell the people what they get on the Bout Business Podcast each and every Friday. And also, if you have one other fight on the card very quickly that you still find value in here about 24 hours removed. They're going to get 16 minutes of my final fight releases for the week. Uh, it's very simple and easy. And as far as uh, uh, a going away gift, <laughs> I, I would I would tell you that my my best bet is the first fight on the card, the young lady Silva. Yeah, I think I think her experience, her maturity. She's 25 against a debuting fighter that's 20. I think it's going to be way too much. And I think at minus 165. That's a value. She should be well higher than that. All right, Natalia Silva, I like that. Get off on a good foot here with a small place of Atlanta, $1.65. Hey, Lou, appreciate you as always, my friend. Enjoy the fights this weekend, and we're off next week, so happy early Thanksgiving to you and yours. Thanks so much, Dave. Good luck, everybody. There he is, everybody. The best in the biz, Lou Finicaro. You can follow him on Twitter, at Gamble, and check out that Bout Business podcast. When we come back, a real treat. Britton Hess in studio next, right here. It's First Strike on Visa the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you plenty of ways to bet on the UFC. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You're going to be able to bet on more than just the main event. DraftKings has great odds on fight lines, total rounds, and futures for all MMA events. Eligible restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for the full terms and conditions. We roll on in this edition of First Strike here on VEASAN. What a pleasure it is to have Britain Hess back in studio. Britain, I always love to get Britain's bombs here on the show, but I know you're younger than I. You don't have kids yet, right? No. Do you feel like a proud papa when you see Matt Santos and Rob Moreno now taking over the helm of, of what we started here at First Strike? Oh, yeah. I think uh, we built a good ship, and it's out at sea, and they just need to keep steering it in the right direction. They're doing great. You did great. It's great to have your insight on this card. Let's get to the main event, because just had Lou Finnecare on. We were talking, obviously, about Derek Lewis against Sergey Spivak. Spivak, about a $2 betting favorite. Uh, the Beast is a very popular fighter, obviously, in MMA. Plus seventy right now. This is not in Houston. He does not seem to fare well in Houston. It is a smaller octagon out here at Apex, which you would think is what Derek Lewis wants. I know that we're all on the side of Spivak, if I can speak for me, you, and Lou, but is there danger in this smaller octagon, at least in the first five minutes? Uh, there always is with Lewis. I mean, I don't know who people sign up to fight him and they just know that like, all right, I just need to avoid the flurry. And then I've got a shot to win this thing. Uh, if he lands once I lose, but if, as long as I cannot get his clean KO shot, I'm probably going to wear him out. And I think that's what Spivak's game plan has to be. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Spivak is a legitimate, you know, top five, really good fighter. Maybe one day, he's still pretty young in his late twenties. One day have a title bout. Um, I mean, a couple fights ago, he lost to Tom Aspinall, and people are like, oh, yeah, he's not of that top tier. But that was also like a short, short-notice fight. He took that like the week of the fight. And Aspinall's and, legit. Yeah, and Aspinall's legit, and I think that that fight, too, it was pretty – because I was kind of thinking, oh, if got a shot, he's better. People don't understand how good he is. Mm-hmm. Pretty quick, once that fight started, like, oh, he's just taking the cl- the paycheck for this one. Um, and he lost it, but, you know, I think he survived um, to live another day, and he's won his last two fights via KO. Um, and I think we can actually learn a little bit of, um, from those last two fights and how he's going to approach this one because those were Greg Hardy and Augusto Sakai, two big power punchers yeah. um, who don't necessarily have great gas tanks, which is Derek Lewis's um, MO, although Derek Lewis has the most KOs in this division's history, so it's a little bit of a different animal. But that said, Spivak can learn from those fights. Well, Britton, it's, it's interesting because when you look at Derek Lewis, what you said I think rings true. Most fighters go, if I can avoid the right hand specifically – of Derek Lewis here, make him chase me around the octagon, and Derek's going to chase you around the I mean, he's going to slowly, methodically move around the octagon. Does it lend itself maybe towards an over one and a half? If, if you're on the side of Spivak, let's say, don't wade into territory here in that first round. Figure out a way, by hell or high water, to keep this on the outside for five minutes, and then the gas tank naturally for Lewis will come down. Yeah, well, I think that Spivak is going to know that he doesn't need to uh... – you know, the longer it goes, it's more in his favor. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to be in a rush in the beginning. I think that, honestly, the pressure at the start of the fight is all going to be on Lewis. Um, you know, and it's like, Lewis, like I said, it's hard to fade Lewis. I do like Spivak. I do like him via KO, probably TKO on the ground. Um, but mm. I will say that, you know, it's hard to fade Lewis because you just know he's one one punch away 
pretty much the whole time. Um, but at the same time, like you look at the styles of fights that Lewis has been in lately. You know, he he KO'd Dacus, right? Dacus has probably the fastest hands in the heavyweight division, or at least he's top three to five. Um, and he wanted he wanted to showcase that and box with Derek Lewis. It's obviously not a good idea because if you're exchanging, you hit two. Lewis gets one, you go down. Um, I don't think Speedbox going to try that. So I think that he will be patient, try to make Lewis chase him, try to wear Lewis out, and then uh, once we get into the second round, I think that uh, you know he might try to take him down and probably not going to be a true. American style wrestling double leg, but it would more likely be through the clinch, a trip, some Greco-Roman throw, or something like that. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 kind of with you. Is that like, it's hard to fade Lewis because he's the best. You know, like everyone loves him. He's the funniest guy on social media, <laughs> right. most fun fighter to watch. But I just don't necessarily see his path clearly here. Yeah, plus an hour forty here for Spivak to get that finish, and I am starting to lean uh, towards the over one and a half in kind of a correlated uh, fight diagram, right? That Spivak. Mm-hmm. Tires out Lewis a little bit, at least gets this thing in the second round. Then he can take more chances offensively. Even if you give up the first round, it's a five-round fight potentially. That's not going to hurt you at all, right? You're just looking to get this thing a little bit deeper so that maybe the power surges by Lewis are less frequent. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, we look at, uh, obviously, Cyril Gahn is a totally different animal than Sergei Spivak. But that fight, you know, Gahn was just like, okay, if I don't let him hit me and I pepper him here and there, eventually he's going to go down. It's exactly what happened. Again, Spivak's not that type of fighter, but I think the idea of, you know, don't let him do what he wants to do, and he wants to do one thing. So there's basically one thing you got to worry about. You don't have to worry about takedown. You don't have to worry about clinches. Um, you know, you you just have to worry about not seeing his right hand coming over the top. That's it. So, again, if you're on the Lewis side, people, probably the best value is $2 KO, TK, or DQ. Can't see him winning a decision, and the sub is 28 to 1. So even though it's plus $1. seventy, it actually would be more prudent if you're on the Lewis side, which we are not, to take him uh, two to one to get the KRT DQ victory. That would seem to be the smarter way to go. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Lewis just really, he's been in the UFC this long because he's not a decision fighter. That's you it. know what I mean? <laughs> he, he, that, it's just not his MO. I mean, I'm going to look back. His last decision win was in was against Eiler Latifi in 2020, but Eiler Latifi is a kind of a weird person to uh, try to square up on considering kind he's... Kind of a blown-up white heavyweight, too. Yeah, exactly. You know? and, yeah, so. so... Let's get to the co-main event here, because I am very interested in, in Kennedy and Chekwu against uh, Ian Kutulaba. Kutulaba's a madman. I don't know how else you describe him in the octagon. That's kind of what he does. So you're expecting chaos here in this co-main event. Kutulaba now is uh, plus $1.50 here. Uh, Kennedy's minus $1.75. So I look at the size and the reach advantages that Chekwu has. Look at this. 6'5 versus 6'1, 83 inches versus 8 inch reach advantage. Is it as simple as Nchekwo keeps him away by distance in the jab and he might be able to get a knockout victory? Yeah, I mean, in the small octagon, Nchekwo's jab is basically going to keep you on the opposite side wall, <laughs> opposite One side jab, edge of the bench. Yeah. Like... Uh, I think that Ian Kutalaba is just his fight style is exciting, but it's not necessarily good for his long term. Uh, prospects of staying a pro fighter. Right. I mean, he's had some brutal KO victories and losses, but more recently we've seen the losses. I mean, he got KO'd by Johnny Walker in his last time, or not KO'd, uh, submitted, which was a little bit unexpected because we thought that was going to end in a KO. But I think that, you know, I, I just think that Nchukwu, is a, he's not the highest. He doesn't have the most diverse skill set. No. He's not going to wow you with some crazy spinning back kick or nope. anything like that. He's got a jab that can keep you across the across the cage you from know him. What's coming, right? And he's got power. I mean, look at when he fought Carlos Olberg a couple of years back. You know, he's durable. So Ian Kutalaba thinks he's going to be able to KO him. Good luck, because I mean, we've seen Olberg's power in the last few fights. Oh man! And that didn't take down and Chukwu. So uh, I, I just think Ian Kutalaba he eats too many shots trying to get in. 
Um, and like he's already going to be be up against it just due to the severe reach disadvantage. I'm with you there too, and because Nchekwu's got a chin, right? So Kutalaba could be another guy that can tire. We're throwing wild shots, right? He's gonna he's gonna it's gonna be wild at least in the first five. The over under right now is set at, at one and a half here for a potential three round fight. Not juiced terribly to the over at minus dollar thirty. Is this one that goes quicker? Or do you think we could get into the deep into that second round? I mean, I would, I would, if I had to choose, I would lean to the under just because Kutalaba is like, let's go right now, right killed. here, right now. Yep. I'm going out on my shield. Um, I don't necessarily love it because maybe there's a chance that he's learned from his mistakes in the past, mm-hmm. so maybe he'll be a little bit slower. And you know, sometimes we see these fights where it's oh too exciting KO fighters, and now we're gonna watch him dance around the octagon for 15 minutes. <laughs> right. Um, but I do believe that uh, I think Nchukwu is rightly favored here, and I would lean to him getting the KO on Kudalaba. Just like I said, his head movement's not good enough. He eats too many shots to try to get one. Got a couple more minutes to go here with Britton Hess, uh, MMA handicapper here at VEASAN, and uh, one of the uh, starters of this fine program that we're watching today. Uh, let's talk a little bit about a fight deeper on the card that I think could really be sneaky good. That's Charles Johnson against uh, Zaga Zumagulov here. Zumagulov is an underdog at plus $1.45 against Johnson, minus $1.70 here. I feel like Zumagulov is live. I, I, am I on the wrong side here? The number's coming down a little bit to a plus $1.40. So Johnson, some of the money going against him here during the week. No, I mean, Zumagulov is a guy that just keeps coming. Yes. You know what I mean? He's lost four UFC fights. Three of them are decision. One was a split decision most recently. He doesn't really, he got KO'd by Mantle Cape, but, um, you know, I don't necessarily know if Charles Johnson is going to have the power of, of Cape did mm-hmm. or that Cape did. So, I mean, I think that he's definitely live. I think that this fight is probably going to come to the judges' scorecards. Um, but Zumagulov, yeah, I mean, he's an exciting fighter, but some of his physical disadvantages just due to size kind of make it tough on, tough. Mm-hmm. For him to stand out in the division, um, <laughs> when Johnson's five nine and Zumagulov is five four, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so... um, but no, I think he's definitely a he's definitely live. I'm I'm not I don't love him in this situation. I think Charles Johnson's also very good. Yeah, going the distance against Mohamed Mokayev is not any small task. No, um, he's that guy's a wild man and you know elite in a lot of different aspects of the game. And that's why you can see it juiced heavily over two and a half rounds uh, to minus two fifty. So right now we are expecting that one, to your point, Britton, to hit the card. So fight to go the distance. You want to shave a little bit off that to go the extra two and a half minutes. That's minus $2, but I'm picking up what you're putting down there. Got about a minute to go. Uh, Britton's bomb, you got anything that you like this week on this card? I, I mean, I think that just a single play would be Spivak via KO. Yep. If you wanted to get really kind of crazy, you could go and check with KO, uh, Spivak KO, parlay Waldo that. Cortez Acosta KO, plus 662, three-leg KO Whoa. parlay. I mean, it's the most square thing you could ever say because everyone's like, oh, yeah, you see people get knocked out all the time. We know that actually that's not true. No. But sometimes fights are set up for uh, action, and I feel like we've got a couple of them today that are, are this weekend that and, are uh, set up perfectly for uh, they got the, the favorites to deliver. And again, at Apex, smaller octagon, you can't run. So it might even lean more that way. Britain, it's great to see you, man. You as well. Thanks, Thanks for, for being on. Appreciate it. Britain Hess, everybody. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter as I do at Britain Hess. When we come back, Dan Vreeland joins the program next. It is First Strike on Visa in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. back first strike here on Vison Dave Ross in Las Vegas. Always a pleasure to catch up with Dan Vreeland right now. He is of course at Sports Gambling Podcast, Cage Side Press and host of Top Turtle Podcast, MMA Gambling Podcast. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Gumby Vreeland. Dan, you are such a busy man. I appreciate you taking time to join us here on First Strike. I want to get to this card and talk about uh, one of the ladies' fights that we have not discussed yet so far on the show. Maraz against Maya here and right now Jennifer Maya uh, is a solid dog here, and Moreau's right now is minus a dollar ninety. What do you make of this potential three round fight? Maya on the comeback is plus a dollar sixty. I really like Marina Moraz in this fight. Uh, I actually even don't mind paying the the dollar ninety price here because from what I've seen of Marina Moraz in her development lately, is first of all she's always been a really phenomenal striker. She's always been good from range. She picks her shot. She's not running out there trying to finish anybody anytime soon. So she, she's a great point fighter when it comes down to it. And she's added this added wrestling that has really made, given her a second dimension. She absolutely went out there and demolished Maria Agapova last mm-hmm. time out and, and made Maria Agapova look kind of silly. And the best part about it is she did it mostly with her wrestling, not even necessarily with her jujitsu, but with her wrestling. And against Jennifer Maya, first of all, I think she's going to be the way faster striker, the way quicker striker, the way sharper striker. And at the end of the day, I now think her wrestling is probably surpassed Maya. Sure, Maya might have a little bit more in the jujitsu department. Maya might be a little bit more dangerous on the mat. But if it never goes there, there's no reason to be dangerous there, right? So I really think Maya is just going to pick her apart from the outside. You're going to see a dollar ninety. I think, look very, very easy and like a very safe play come fight night. Dan, here's what's interesting to me when I look at the pathways to victory. If you like uh, Miraz in this one. To win via finish is plus 350. Now, we're expecting, in most of the women's fights, have a tendency to, to hit the cards. By decision, minus $1.05. Would you go that route, or do you think there's danger that she might get a sub, which is priced at plus 450? 
I actually am not too worried about the submission here with Mirage. Like, against a different opponent, sure, maybe. Like, she she does go for the finish when it hits the mat, as we saw with Agapova. But against Maya, Maya is adept at, at grappling defense. Like, I, I'm not real worried about Maya giving up a silly submission. Maybe if she got, like, really tired or mm-hmm. worn out from the, the pace that Mirage does set. Because Mirage does set a pretty decent pace, too. If she sets a big pace and, and kind of tires her out... But I think you're you're right here. A dollar ninety, I think, is already a good price if you wanted to make it a little better. I, I think the decision prop is the probably the right one here. Yeah, but I'm with you. Sometimes the bigger numbers, I know people get scared of laying almost two dollar price tag here, but it just it safeguards you if you think she's gonna be as dominant as you do, Dan. And I agree with you. Sometimes that's just a safer way to go, and there's actually still value even at minus $1.90. Uh, I don't know if there's any value left here when you look at uh, Jack Della uh, Maddalena against Danny Roberts. This number has just ballooned out of proportion here. But I think you've got another way to handicap this fight to maybe shorten that minus 610 odds down. How do you think that Maddalena is going to get this thing done? Yeah, well, first of all, minus 610 is a crazy number. Right. And don't get me wrong. I, I love Jack Della Maddalena. I was big on him going into the Contender Series. I had seen him a little bit um, on the Australian regional scene, and, and I, I knew this guy was a, a big deal. But at the end of the day, yeah, negative 610 against, you know, maybe the best guy he's ever fought is is certainly not a way that you want to go into this fight. <laughs> so I do like him on the knockout prop here, though. It is negative 200, which seems like a lot to lay on a knockout prop. The guy's coming off a back-to-back knockout in the UFC against the last one was against Ramazan Amiev, who who is not an easy dude to finish, and he finished him with a liver shot in the first round. Danny Roberts is a guy who likes to go in there. He likes to sling it a little bit. It's the perfect kind of showcase opponent for for Jack mm-hmm. Delamadalena. So I think that the KO price is is probably aptly priced here but if you're trying to get some skin in the game on jack della Maddalena, and and i get it people definitely want to get in on him that's probably the way i would do it and again uh dan's being humble here he got the better of the number of minus a dollar 75 early <laughs> in the week before this prop has ballooned up to two dollars so very smart and astute on your point here i do want to get to the main event because you you look at Derek lewis and we know that the beast has got hands right i mean that's just what he does he can be tired i remember the volkov fight and he looks like he's down and out and all of a sudden Boy, he just turns things around with one big punch, and then he can finish uh, in the blink of an eye. It feels like the only way he can beat Spivak in this main event is by KO. Is that the way you see it, too, for Derek Lewis? 100%. Yeah. And it's almost silly to me that there is such a difference in his money line and his KO line, right? Because you're seeing his money line. I see plus 170 here. I've seen his KO line in the, like, plus 230 mm-hmm. to 250 range, and it's angled down a little bit here and there. but at that point, why are you getting so much of a difference between the two? The dude doesn't win by decision. He doesn't win by decision ever. So even if you're getting, you know, th- you know, plus 200 instead of plus 170, it's clearly the play to make. And, you know, for this fight, I- I'm going to tell you straight up, I'm leaning towards Derek Lewis in this fight. Oh. I-, I like him by knockout. I think he's going to beat Sergey Spivak. When the fight was announced, I was like, oh, yeah, no, another showcase fight for a young up-and-comer in Spivak. Derek Lewis is clearly on the downward trend. But you go back and you watch some of Sergei Spivak's fights, and yes, he's got good grappling. He's got suffocating grappling. But Derek Lewis is hard to hold down. Also, in order to get to that suffocating grappling, he's got to get close to you. And the way that he gets close to you is a lot of body locks and stuff like that. And with the if you take like the Greg Hardy fight, and we, I think we can all agree, Greg Hardy, not a good heavyweight, no. not a good heavyweight at all. He got hit by Derek Lewis, or, uh, Greg Hardy a couple of times on the way in 
trying to get that body lock and trying to get to the grappling. That's not a good sign for fighting somebody like Derek Lewis, who hits, first of all, way harder than Greg Hardy. Second of all, is much more technical than Greg Hardy and is better at getting back up when he's tired than Greg Hardy. Not to mention, I think people underestimate how tough Derek Lewis is deep into a fight. You know, he, he fought Alexander Volkov mm-hmm. for 15 minutes, got his clock cleaned in that whole fight and knocked him out with 50 seconds left. So like with all of that being said, when is Spivak safe here unless he finishes Derek Lewis in, you know, the people who have finished Derek Lewis or people who finish him with punches, you know, nobody's really sub Derek Lewis. So like, if you think Sergey Spivak's going to go out there and knock him out, I mean, like, sure. But otherwise, he's going to have to spend 25 minutes in there with some really dangerous hands. I mean, Dan, you nailed it. I mean, there's so much danger with Derek Lewis at every turn, even when it looks like there isn't danger. <laughs> I remember the Curtis Blades fight like it was yesterday. He was dominating Derek oh. Lewis, much like Volkov, and then the uppercut from hell, and that fight's over. I mean, that's what happens sometimes when guys, for a second, take the, either the foot off the gas, think that Derek Lewis is spent, to your point, he seems to have great recuperative power. So if you don't get him out of there, there's going to be danger lurking. I can't imagine it goes all 25, but boy, there could be danger a little bit later than than earlier. Your Kennedy and Chekwu play is fascinating <laughs> to me against Ian Kutilava because uh, you like this one, not with the hands, but maybe via sub. What do you see happening here? Yeah, and I know that this one sounds crazy because Kennedy and Chekwu <laughs> has not submitted anybody. He's submitted no people. So for me to go out on a limb here and say he's going to submit Ian Kudalaba, I know I'm going out on a crazy limb. And obviously the price comes in crazy, right? It's mm-hmm. 12 to one is when I originally saw it. I don't know what it's at now. Um, but, you know, like in the 12 to run range, 10 to one range. And the reason I think there's value on that is if you look at Kennedy's last fight, he went out there and transformed his grappling. He went out there and took Carl Roberson down five times. He was damn near in on a couple of rear naked chokes and he wound up finishing with the punches, but his grappling is really advanced. Now you take Ian Kudalaba, a guy who's going to get in tie-ups into the clinch, who's going to go for it. And he's been submitted in back-to-back fights, countering his own wrestling. And the funny thing about that too, is one of those submissions is against Kennedy and Chekwu's teammate, Ryan Spann, who ran it a lot better at submissions, but a guy who's got knowledge is in his camp on how to submit Ian Kudalaba. So you know, at 10 to 1, 12 to 1, it's a stab in the dark. But if you're, you've got a little bit of pizza money sitting on the side, it's certainly worth the play. I'm not saying that you're moving numbers, but you got it at 12 to 1. It's <laughs> down to 10 to 1. So I'm picking a People what, what's up. People know. <laughs> I see what you're doing here, Dan. Uh, very quickly, got a couple minutes to go. Andre Fihalo against uh, Muslim Salikov could be a very intriguing fight. I know Salikov is the older fighter by 10 years. Are you going with the youth movement here with Fihalo? I am, but mostly this is for me. You know, I, I, first of all, I like the number Fialo is at negative 105. He was actually a little bit higher early in the week, and I thought he was going to go up, and it turns out he went the other direction. But negative 105 is a good spot for him, I think, because uh, it, it's kind of a fade of Salikov. If you watched his last fight, he looks like he's losing a step or two. He looks mm. like he's getting slower. He looks like he's getting more tired. And he's a guy who, despite the fact that he's got one of those scary Russian-sounding names, he not one who shoots a lot of takedowns. So he's going to be on the feet with Fialo. And Fialo is really dangerous with his hands. Um, I, I think people underestimate how hard that dude hits. So, you know, if, if Salikov is going to stand on the feet and try to outpoint him or try to knock him out, I, I really don't like Salikov's chances of that. And, you know, even if he were to wrestle, Fialo's got some pretty good de- defense from there and some pretty good escapes from the bottom. So, yeah, I, I like Fialo on the money line here. 45 seconds to go. Can I sneak one more in here? Because I'm intrigued yeah, by course. this Vince Morales, uh, Miles John fight. This could be sneaky, really competitive fight here, John. But a minus an hour 70 favorite. Do you have a lean either way in this fight? 
So I lead Miles Johns. The part that, that scares me away from this fight a little bit is that his price has gotten so high. Yeah. He posted a little bit lower, and it, it's because he was a late replacement. I do think he's the much better fighter than Miles Johns, but he's also a very big, big guy for that weight class. So the fact that he's going to have to cut down, and he made weight on short notice, he, I, I really think that that could possibly play in, and like you said, make it a little bit more competitive. All right. Uh, Dan, great stuff as always, my friend. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy the fights this Saturday. We'll catch up again soon. There he is, everybody. Dan Vreeland. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Gumby Vreeland. When we come back, James Lynch next here to round out first strike on these and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play. Start your mornings with VEASAN's newest podcast, VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Josh Applebaum gets you ready and gives you every piece of info you need to be ready for betting the day's biggest games in just 15 minutes. He discusses line movements, injuries, and what you need to be looking at before you make those wagers. So make the VEASAN Daily Morning Bets podcast part of your morning routine. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Back here in First Strike, Dave Ross in Las Vegas. Always great to go north of the border and catch up with James Lynch, MMA journalist for MMA News and Sports Kita MMA. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Lynch on Sports. Uh, James, first of all, great to have you here. It's Thanksgiving week for us. There's no UFC card next week, so we all get the week off. In Canada, do you guys, do you do it like we do in the United States for Thanksgiving or is it very different? 
Not even close. I'm so jealous you guys get to celebrate American Thanksgiving the way you do. It's a much bigger deal. You know, you guys take like a couple days off. You eat a lot. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving's like a weekend for us. It's it's in October of all times as well. Uh, so, yeah, it's nothing close to what you guys have. Like I said, super jealous. Uh, you know, it, it is. It's an excuse for us here in America to get fat for the weekend. We just eat and, and shove our, shove our uh, faces with uh, pumpkin pie. Uh, let's get to this card a little bit, James, because I am very intrigued to your thoughts on it. I look at the main event, and we've talked a lot about it here throughout the show. We're going to talk about it more because it is intriguing for many different reasons. It feels like Derek Lewis's only pathway to victory is by KO. Now, Spivak, we know, will probably want to be leery early in this fight, see if he can get into the gas tank, but certainly that KO prop is, is there for him as well. Is there an angle to this fight that you think might be the safest for a potential five-round main event that I don't think anybody thinks going all five rounds? Yeah, I think the under is the play here. And I know you're not getting great value on it. It's like, I think around minus 240 around there, but you can parlay that with something else on the card, like a Jack Della Maddalena, something along those lines. But I do worry that this is a case where, I mean, all the indication looks that Derek Lewis is on the decline and this is a fight he's going to get finished. And that most likely will happen, I think, on Saturday. But there is that worry in the back of my head that Lewis has got one more shot in him and he knocks out Spivak. So rather than worrying about who's going to get the finish or taking the fight doesn't go the distance prop, which is much higher, I would rather go the under uh, under two and a half. I think that's the, the way to go in this fight. Uh, just because if you're Spivak, you're probably looking at Lewis's last couple fights and seeing that he's been finished early. I think that's the way you go for it in this one. But just in case Lewis could potentially finish this fight early too. James, would you be inclined if you liked, you're going to go the, the safer route of two and a half rounds uh, over that $2 price tag. You look at the one and a half uh, round prop. Now, again, it's a five round potential main event. You normally don't see him priced like this. When you have the, the under, to minus a dollar twenty for a round and a half. Would you consider playing both in case this is yeah. a wild first round? Yeah, absolutely. And then maybe you look at the fight starts round two prop as well. You could get a little creative with this, but yeah. I really do think we're going to see an early finish. It's it's the question is when exactly is that going to happen? But like I said, I do worry that, you know, a lot of these people I know betting the speed back inside the distance and then only to see Derek Lewis get the knockout. That's kind of where I'm a little bit worried, but I do think speed back will likely win, but just to play it safe, you could do the under in the uh, one and a half or under two and a half. I think that's uh, probably your best bet. And I know people don't like to, you know, kind of take the easy way out, if you will, but if we are, pretty much certain that this is, could be KO either way. There's still plus money on both fighters. Derek Lewis is $2 uh, betting underdog to get it by KO, TK, or DQ. Spivak is plus $1.40. So, yes, you're, you're not going to make a huge profit, but you would lock in profit, theoretically, if you just took both of those plus price tag props. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what I mean. You can sort of, uh, you know, manage your bankroll accordingly, your unit sizes, yep. and you can end up profiting. I've done this for a lot of events, actually, uh, you know, especially with some of the results we've had recently. If you get a little bit creative, it can work in your favor. All right. So maybe there are some different ways to approach that main event uh, that James is certainly giving those options for. Let's get to Andre Fihalo against a Muslim Salikov here. Salikov is 10 years his senior. And Fihalo right now, uh, about minus five. I'm seeing here. Very even uh, price fight here. Is there another way that you like to handicap this one? Yeah, so I like I'm on the Filiao side here. Um, he even admitted this week in, in the you know lead up to the fight that he overlooked his opponent Jake Matthews. It was a terrible performance mm -hmm. against um, when he when he fought Jake Matthews. But typically we've seen Filiao knock out his opponents, and he's fighting a guy who's coming out a no off a knockout loss. Who's also getting close to 40. I like the Filiao by knockout prop. You're getting that about plus 140 around there. Um, you know, I know some books even have uh, Filiao as the underdog as well. But I think if Filiao is going to win, it's going to be by knockout. This guy hits like a truck. 
Um, he's fighting a guy, like I said, a little bit older who has, it has really has not fought that much. Mm -hmm. I think there's some serious value there with the uh, Filia by knockout prop um, to take that. Plus $1.75 if you think Andre can mm -hmm. get it done with the hands as James does. Uh, you know, they don't have a prop. They should. I mean, we should talk to Dana White about having fight of the night prop, right? Because there, there are a yeah. couple on here that certainly could be uh, in the running for that. Maybe the co-main event is one of those that would be up for it. Kennedy and Chekwu against Ian Kutalaba. We know how crazy Kutalaba can be with his hands. I wonder if Kennedy uh, is going to be more of a disciplined fighter in this fight and try to wear him down a little bit. How do you see in the co-main event going here in, in Chekwu right now, minus $1.75 betting favorite? Yeah, I really like Kenny Nincheku in this spot. I think the UFC does as well. That's why they're giving him this co-main event treatment. Look, Ian Kutalaba, you can look at the level of opposition he's fought. It's really actually impressive, but he's just so inconsistent. It's it's not even just the fact that he's losing to these guys. It's the way he's losing. He's you know losing in, in sort of dominant fashion here. So I think Nincheku's the, the safe bet here. He's got a height and reach advantage. Um, I think this is his very big opportunity for him to, to get up in the rankings. You know, the UFC was very high on him early on. Had a few uh, missteps, but I think on Saturday he will come out on top, uh, probably inside the distance, probably by knockout, actually. Plus $1.20, if you like, in Chekwu to get it done with the hands there. Uh, very interesting, too. The sub price has come down to 10 to 1. He has shown the ability recently to go down to the ground as well, but I'm with you on the Incheku side. Feels like the right side to be on, that's for sure. I want to get to uh, some more heavyweights, and Chase Sherman is not normally a guy that's going to excite the masses that much when he's out there. I don't know if he's fodder right now out there for the young undefeated fighter and Waldo uh, Cortez Acosta here, but Sherman right now is plus a dollar ninety and Acosta is minus two twenty five. Any danger here? Because sometimes you look at why is this fight being made, and I think the UFC would like to see uh, the thirty one year old beat the thirty two year old on his ascent up the ladder. Well, and you look at who's undefeated and who isn't. Chase Sherman right. is on his, I think, third UFC stint. This is very obvious. They're trying to build up Waldo a lot. I know they really liked him uh, when he came over from, uh, you know, obviously from the regional scene. Mm -hmm. um, he's a guy, and, and just think of the turnaround as well. He just fought not that long ago against Jared Bandera, getting a nice win in his UFC debut. Um, I, I like him a lot in this fight. This is a tricky one because Sherman is one of those guys that is very inconsistent, and you do tend to fade him, but he also has, has surprised at times too. One play I do like actually in this fight that I think is possible is Waldo by decision. You're getting plus money on that. Um, you know, I could see this fight going the distance similar to what happened in the Jared Vandera fight with Waldo as well in his last fight. Uh, Sherman does get finished a lot, but you look at who he's getting finished by. Uh, you know, Romanov, some really talented guys in the weight class. I don't know if Waldo's at that point yet, but I do like Waldo in this fight, but I'm going to take a little sprinkle on the Waldo by decision prop. You know, I'm with you there, too. It's one of the plays that I like on this card is the over. Now, it is juiced a little bit, minus fifty to over a round and a half just because Sherman, when he's engaged, right, as long as he's engaged in that first round, he can be a tough out. And again, we talked about it, maybe utilizing some of those leg kicks against Acosta to drag this fight on a little bit as the veteran, even though he's only one year older, so much more ring experience in there. You would think he might be able to push it a little bit and get this into that second round. So I really like where your head's at there. Uh, when I look at the Zumagala fight against uh, Charles Johnson here, this is a very intriguing bout to me. And right now you can look at Zumagula plus $1.45 against Johnson minus $1.70. Is this a live dog scenario? And the betting market has shown it. Zuma Gulov right now down to plus $1.40, a small move on him. 
Yeah, this is a tricky one because you look at who Zuma Golov's losing to, Jeff Molina, one of the hottest prospects in the weight class, Manel Kopp, who's knocking out everyone in that weight class. Uh, he's fought far better competition than Charles Johnson is. The problem is, I think we can't get a good read on Johnson's UFC debut because he fought a, a guy in Mohamed Mokayev, who's probably one of the best wrestlers and grapplers in the weight class. So, and, and you know, he didn't get finished in that fight. He actually sort of held his own uh, over the over the affair there. I can see the angle of taking Zuma Golov just based off the fact that he's got more overall uh, cage experience mm -hmm. and all that. But uh, I, I am high on Charles Johnson too, and I actually think Johnson will win this. I think maybe the play here might be the fight goes the distance. These two guys are extremely durable. I don't see a situation where there's going to be a finish, so that might be the play if you want to again play it safe uh, on this card. And if it goes the distance, you don't want to pick a winner minus two dollars there. Uh, and I, I see that. I think that that seems like a quote unquote safer play for two guys who are pretty evenly matched inside that octagon. Let's get to Maya against uh, Mraz here because Jennifer right now is the betting underdog about plus $1.80 is what I'm seeing on the comeback here. What do you make of this uh, very intriguing fight here for Maya, now 34, and Mraz really feels like she's coming in her own here at 31 years of age. I think the line's off here. I like Jennifer Maya. Ooh. You know, you look at, again, who Jennifer Maya's fought. She's coming off a loss to one of the highly ranked fighters in the weight class and Caitlin Chukagan. Actually, sorry, Manon Fior she lost to, I should mm -hmm. mention. Manon, though, defeated Caitlin Chukagan. Yeah, kind of what I'm getting at is that, <laughs> you know, we're, we're only a couple fights removed from Jennifer Maya fighting Valentina Shevchenko in a pretty good fight. In fact, I think you could argue that she won the second round of that fight uh, against Valentina. Um, I just, I, I don't get it here. I understand that Moroz is younger and that win over Maria Agapova, her former teammate, was very impressive. But uh, I like Maya here. I like her by decision even better. That's typically how she wins her fights here. I think at 34, I don't think she's on the decline as much as people think. I think she's going to win a decision here and uh, surprise some people. Very quickly, 20 seconds. If Vanessa Demopoulos is back in this card. If she wins and Joe Rogan's there, he's going to want Joe Rogan to pick her up. <laughs> Minus ten against Oliver here. Who do you like in this fight? Yeah, I'm on the Demopoulos side. I think she uh, goes out there, surprises some people, and keeps that winning uh, her winning ways going. A young 34 is what she feels like. Hey, James, you can celebrate uh, Thanksgiving up there with us uh, Americans down here this weekend. We appreciate your time and insight as always. Thanks for having me, Dave. Appreciate it. There he is, James Lynch, everybody. Hey, really appreciate everybody that watches and listens to this program each and every week. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. We'll see you after the holiday right here. First Strike on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Thanks for watching First Strike. Of course, subscribe on YouTube. And we always have First Strike First Look for you each and every Tuesday as we give you the best of the numbers before we get to First Strike each and every Friday. So download on iHeart, Apple, or your favorite podcast. Thanks for watching First Strike on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.